0: and the exceeding greatness of your power that is in us and for us because we believe. That same power, it's according to that same power that you wrought in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand, far above. Every power, every principality, every name that's ever been named in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Get ready for a revelation of the anointing that abides within you. Amen. Someone say, Lord, I receive it. Receive the revelation of the power of God, the anointing of God that resides on the inside of every believer. Hallelujah. That means you and that means me. In Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated. Awesome. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, as I I read out before, one of the scriptures I wanted to go to is Isaiah 10, verse 27. And it shall come to pass in that day. We've already established what day that is. That his burden will be taken away from your shoulder and his yoke from your neck. And the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing oil. Hallelujah. On the anointing. That our faith rests in the anointing, not in our methods. Amen? Not in our four points or our methods, but that our faith would rest in the anointing. That our faith wouldn't rest in how we feel. That our faith wouldn't rest in what we see. That our faith wouldn't rest in what we hear unless it's the anointed Word of God. Amen? That our faith would rest in the anointed and the anointed one. Glory to God. You know, I believe um, as we place faith in the anointing, we are going to see more and more healings and more and more miracles. Amen? Glory to God. Anyone, anyone want to see more? Hallelujah. You know, the uh, week before last, I think a couple of weeks ago, David was healed of, of, uh, of his uh, allergies. What's it called, Dave? Anaphylactic. Yeah. Reactions to peanuts which he's had all his life, and it got worse and worse and worse until when he has peanuts and and feels any sort of uh, reaction at all, it's straight to the hospital. He had peanuts, we prayed. Guess what? No more. Gone. Amen? And, uh, you know, I mean, really, it's a very serious condition. And David is now completely free of it. Amen? That's awesome. We want to see more and more freedom. We don't want to see people bound to reacting or or allergies or sickness, disease, depression, oppression. Amen. But here we're reading and faith is coming and resting in the anointing, the power of God. Amen. Glory to God. That's where the anointing resides on the inside of every believer. Amen. Amen. That's where it resides, on the inside of every believer. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. When we have faith in anointing, we have confidence. We have confidence before God. Yeah? My desire is that we will begin to go after it like we did this morning. We had a practical example of actually going after the anointing. Bless the Lord. Amen? Go after it. Turn to someone and say, it's time to go after the anointing. Thank you, Father, Thank you, Father. that so the anointing that's been placed in the ministry gifts is a supply of the spirit. I want to read from Philippians one verse 19. For I am this is Paul, the Apostle Paul speaking, for I am well assured and indeed know that through your prayers and a bountiful supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ the Messiah, this will turn out. For my preservation, for the spiritual health and welfare of my own soul, and avail towards the saving work of the gospel. There is a supply of the Spirit. We have a supply of the Spirit. We have a supply of the anointing available to us to do life. The anointing is our source of life, to actually begin to walk in and experience life as God knows it. Amen? Hallelujah. A supply of the Spirit to heal. A supply of the Spirit to heal. Let's give it up for Josh and thanks to our to our worship team. A supply of the Spirit to deliver. Amen. A supply of the Spirit for deliverance from oppression, depression. Amen. Mental health problems, a supply of the Spirit. He said, I'm confident that through your prayers and the supply of the Spirit, oh, glory to God, God is able to do something. God is able to to remove some yokes and destroy some burdens in my life. We need a supply of the Spirit to have good relationships. Amen. Anybody need restoration of relationships? Yeah. Well, it's the supply of the Spirit through the supply of the Spirit and prayer that these things come to pass. I'm believing that your faith is going to grow in anointed prayer this morning. That when you are prayed for, you receive the anointing to destroy yokes and remove burdens. You actually receive the supply of the Spirit, which is within the ministry gifts. Ministry gifts are exactly that. Gifts to the body of Christ. Yeah? For the equipping of the saints for the, for the work of the ministry. To equip us or, or, or the, the congregation to do the work of the ministry in power. There is a supply of the Spirit that I don't believe that we're tapping into as well as we can. If we did, we'd be racing up here to the altar. Amen. Every time an invitation went out, we would run up to the altar and say, Lay hands on me and give me my supply. Lay hands on me. Get your hands on me. I want to receive the supply of the spirit that you carry through the gift and callings that God has placed in your life. I want to make a demand on the anointing on your life. Amen. I heard a wonderful analogy this week. And as a preacher, is speaking about the pulpit. He said there's an anointing on the word that comes from the pulpit to pull you out of the pit. Amen? And there's something about the altar that when you come to the altar, your life will be altered. Amen? God's redeeming our faith for the power of the anointed word and the altar. Oh, glory to God. There's something happens when a ministry gift stands up there and brings the anointed word of God. But when that thing happens, it requires a response. And God is looking, as I said a couple of weeks ago, and I might have said it earlier, I can't remember. He's looking for some first responders. He's actually stirring up a hunger in the church that you actually can't wait for the end for the altar call, but you decide you want what you're hearing now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He's breaking fear. He's breaking intimidation. Amen. I'm hearing something that I want, so I'm going to cooperate with the operation of the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to partner with that word. And I'm going to put a demand on that anointing to change my life. I really get a lot more excited than some people do. (laughs) Hallelujah. But I love that example of that example in Ezra where mate, they stood for nine hours to hear the word of God. They didn't relax back, put their... their (laughs) (laughs) You know what happens when we cooperate with the word that God's preaching? You actually draw out of the gifting what the gifting didn't even come to bring. Didn't know was there. Yeah? That's what happens sometimes. You go and you preach somewhere and people are so into what's being said and sometimes they're not familiar with you. And so they're sort of ready to receive. So what they are they're on the front of they 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 they're leaning into that word and they draw out that which God has placed in you within that gifting. They draw out more than you were prepared to bring them. So, so if you come and you're not liking the preaching too much, just lean in a bit and draw out what you need. Make a demand on the anointing. And if you don't believe the person's anointed to bring it, well, what are you doing here? Whoa. Why? If you didn't come this morning to have your life changed, why did you come? If you didn't think that God had something for you, why are you here? It's just truth. So lead in. If you hear something that you want, that you need, hey, God's no respecter of persons. If you want it, say, I'll have it. If you hear a prophetic word spoken over somebody, say, do yeah, I like that word? That's a really good word. I wish it was my word. Take it. Make a demand on it. Say, I'll have that. Thank you. I'll have that. That resonates with me. That's the word that I was looking for. I'll have it now in Jesus' name. Amen. I only get so fired up that I can't wait until later I want it now. Make a demand on the word to receive what you need now. This word isn't what I needed to hear. We'll make a demand on the anointing and you'll hear what you need to hear, even if you know you don't even know that you need to hear it. Amen. I'll get back in my little place up here. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. You know, I woke up the early hours of the morning a few uh, nights ago and the Lord saved me. Kim, I want you to cast off the restraint. I want you to cast off restraint. Amen? Anybody like to cast off some restraint? Because there's things that will restrain you. There's things that will hold you down. There's things that will stop you being who God has called you to be. There's things that will stop you walking in boldness. There's things that will stop. The spirit of fear will stop you actually receiving what God has for you. But God says, I want you to cast it off. Someone say, I'm casting it off. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm casting off restraint. So what you're seeing is some casting off of restraint. Amen. Glory to God. Wow. Well, there are relationships in here that need a miracle. There is a never-ending supply of the Spirit there is a never-ending supply of the anointing that Jesus has placed within his church. Paul said in this scripture that I just read in, in 1, 1, 1, uh, Philippians 1.19, he says, he's saying, I know that it will turn for our salvation through prayer by the supply of the Spirit. Through prayer, there is a supply of the Spirit for all. Supply meaning a storehouse, a reservoir. Hallelujah. Storehouse meaning to provide something that is wanted or needed. Does anyone need anything or want anything this morning? Anyone want a breakthrough? They need a breakthrough? Yeah. That's what the storehouse does. That's what a reservoir does. It supplies what is wanted to need and needed, often in large quantities and over a long period of time. That's what it means. Not room enough to contain it, which is the problem that we had in Lifehouse on Friday. We had to be ringing up people and asking if they had room in freezers. Bless the Lord. Amen. So that we could pour out more because of our giving. We just keep on giving and we just keep on getting more to give. A bountiful supply. You know, so that what? So so what it talks about in in Corinthians talks about so that there'll be many cries of thanksgiving that go up to God. The more we give, the more cries of thanksgiving go to God. The more we give, the more he is glorified. Hallelujah. So as I said, when we look at the ministry gifts, when I look at them in, in this house... I see that in the gifts and the callings that are seated in every seat here, I see that there is a bountiful supply of the Spirit. And if you know Jesus and you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you have a supply of the Spirit. Turn to someone and say, I need your supply. Hallelujah. Turn to someone else and say, I need your supply. Glory to God. Activate the supply. Amen. He's deposited his anointing in the fivefold ministry, as I said earlier, for the perfection of the saints, for the work of the ministry. And the reason he gives the supply of the Spirit is not to glorify the person. He gives the supply of the Spirit to perfect the saints. You see, it's not about the people, but it's not about the vessel, but it's about the people. We carry gifts and callings for the people. We carry burden-removing, yoke-destroying power for the people. We carry a supply of the Spirit. And if nothing's happening around us, then we need to make a demand on that anointing by pressing into the anointing. Amen? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You know, I saw Aaron a couple of weeks ago. I don't know, I think Aaron's out with the children, but there was a word, and uh, I think we were worshipping at the time, and Aaron began to run. He began to run around the room. You'd think someone had to put a fire under him. And I said to Aaron, thank you for responding. Thank you for responding to what God was doing in our midst. And he said, Pastor Kim, I could not help myself. I was so full of thanksgiving. I had to move. I had to move. I was so full of it. So full of it that I had to respond. I had to move. Church, it's it's our move. It's our move. He, he he's waiting for us to move so that he can move you know with that run with that cry with that with that reaching out with that shout there is a there is a supply of the spirit which is released into the corporate meeting the corporate gathering it's time to stop drinking it down because god wants to move more than We want to see him move. It's your turn. It's our turn. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We don't get a breakthrough because um, we just sit there and let God come, you know, like we'll just come, Lord, and, and do something. Hit me, Lord. Well, if the anointing's so strong, then um, something will shift. I can just sit where I am. No, 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 no. No, he wants us to respond. Amen? He needs agreement. He needs us to agree with what he's doing. He needs us to agree with his word. Yeah? He needs our yes and amen. As Mary said, To the Lord she said, Lord, let it be unto me according to your word. Let it be unto me according to your word. When I hear the word, the healing word, when I I hear words of deliverance, when I hear words that, 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 that relate to my problem, let it be unto me according to your word. Let's see a change and a shift here. Let it be unto me. You see, that's making a demand on the anointing. Not on them or I wish my neighbor was here to hear this message. No, let it be unto me. According to your word. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Words from the heart that establish his will in our lives. Words from our heart that establish his promise. His promises to us. Glory to God. Do you know that every promise that he's made to us, Paul said, is there, there's a yes and there's an amen in it. Can we hear a resounding yes and amen? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Luke 6, 19. And all the multitude was seeking to touch him. For healing power was all the while going forth from him. Healing power is going forth all the while. From him and curing them, saving them from severe illness or calamities. It was in him so that when they went for it, there was a transference that took place. Glory to God. All the multitude, they were seeking to touch him. As we come to his word, seeking to touch him. As we come to prayer, yeah? To receive the supply of the Spirit. We expect there to be a, a, a transaction that comes. Yeah? Amen? Amen? Like we're touching a live wire, we're touching an electrical wire, we expect there to be some kind of transaction that takes place. We're talking about the power of God. And they were seeking to touch him so that they could receive what he was carrying. Glory to God. Glory to God. This power could have stayed within him, but their expectancy caused an outpouring. It's our expectancy that causes an outpouring. It's our expectancy that causes a response from God. It's faith that pleases him. And when we come to God, we must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that seek him out. Someone say, I'm seeking him out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not looking at flesh and blood. I'm seeking him out. Hallelujah. It was because they drew it out of him. They drew the power out of him. We can make a withdrawal by how we position ourselves in worship And when the word is being preached, hunger makes a demand on the anointing. Hallelujah. How hungry are you? (sighs) You know, I believe by his spirit, God is stirring a hunger on the inside of us for more of him. Yeah? Yeah? More of him. Bless the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I don't know where to go here. You know it's important that you know that there's a supply of the spirit here today. There is a supply of the Spirit. Bless the Lord. A supply of the Spirit for salvation which encompasses healing, deliverance, amen, preservation, protection, that provides breakthrough in our lives, he's here. And God wants us to stir up our confident expectation that he is moving in our midst. If we give him permission to move. Someone say, move, Lord. Amen. Amen. I need to see some change. Amen. Anybody else? Can you lift your hand if you're looking for change? Bless the Lord. That's awesome. Thank you for raising your hand. Raise the other one. Lift both of them up. Yeah, go for it. Hallelujah. Amen. (laughs) Bless the Lord. We want some change. Well, there is a supply of the Spirit here today. God isn't depressed and He's not disengaged. He's actually totally engaged and committed to His Word. He's actually, the Scriptures tell us that He's actually watching over it, waiting for it to be spoken, my paraphrase, so that He can actually bring it to pass when you say, yes, that's me hallelujah he's here to feed the hungry you know the multitudes in one area it one, one, one parable in the not parable one story in the bible the the multitudes were, were, were with Jesus for three days and they hadn't eaten for three days they were hungry yeah would you be hungry after three days but they were so hungry they stayed And their hunger put pressure on Jesus to perform a miracle. Yeah? They were hungry enough to wait. They were hungry enough to stay. And he had no other way to move except to feed them but to create a miracle in their midst. Hallelujah. God's stirring hunger for miracles in your life and in mine. You need one? You want one? Glory to God. What does it take? Reach out. Touch him. Press in. Amen? Press in until you receive the prize, yeah? Hallelujah. You experience the breakthrough. Let's go to Matthew 20, verse 32. Now, as they went out of Jericho, a great multitude followed him, and behold, two blind men sitting by the road. I want you to get a picture of this. Two blind men sitting by the road. When they heard that Jesus was passing by, cried out, saying, Have mercy, on us, O Lord, Son of David. Then the multitude warned them that they should be quiet, but they cried out all the more. So the multitude pressured them to be quiet. Yeah? But what happened? They cried out all the more. You know, in some circles, people would say, Now you be quiet there right now. You are in the house of the Lord. Be quiet. Yeah? But what. Did they do when they were pressured to be quiet? They cried out all the more. They had a need. They needed Jesus to move in their lives. And what did they say? Have mercy on us, O Lord, Son of David. So Jesus stood still and called them and said, What do you want me to do for you? What do you want God to do for you today? What's closed your mouth? What stopped you calling out to him? Yeah? You know, I truly believe that so many of us are standing right on the edge of our breakthrough. This is the day where God is continually saying to me every time I hear a testimony, He's saying, This is that, Kim. That's what I was talking about. We're living in this age, this time right now where he is fulfilling our dreams, our visions, those prophetic words are coming to pass. Prayers that you forgot to pray are coming to pass. And you only remember them because when they come to pass, you say, that's right, I prayed for that. That's what I was talking about. That's the word that I heard. This is the time we're living in right now. He's saying, He said to them, what do you want me to do for you? Do you think that Jesus didn't know they were blind? Everyone knew they were blind. They used to wear garments that showed that they were blind in that time. They said to him, Lord, that our eyes may be open. Why did they have to say that when he knew knew that they were blind? Because they were connecting with him. He was was saying, you tell me what you want. I know what you need, but you tell me what you want. What do you want me to do for you? So Jesus had compassion and touched their eyes and immediately, someone say immediately, their eyes received their sight and they followed him. Maybe you don't need sight today, but these two men would not be silenced. They cried out. There's something the word of God is showing us there. You know, many years ago, the Lord said to me, Kim, he said, Oh no, he not not that time. This time. He he showed me a picture and there was a there was actually I don't see demons very much, praise God. Glory to God. I'd rather see angels any day. But I saw demons lined up and they were rank and filed and they were dressed like an army. They were all in grey and they, they were so synchronized. And what they did was, that as they were there, they, they, they were standing in line. They turned around and whispered in the next one's ear and then turned back in file again. And they were saying to each other, shut their mouths, shut their mouths, fill their hearts with fear. His time to come is near. God wants our mouth open. He doesn't want us to shut down. Now is the time to hay press in like never before. Amen. The multitude around you might want to shut you down. Yeah? That's a spirit of fear. That is a spirit of fear. Well, I might get embarrassed. You know, we need to fear God more than we fear man. Amen? Hallelujah. They might think I'm a little bit too excited about God. Well, what a problem to have. What a problem to have. They, they, they might think that, oh, well, I'm crying. you're crying out to God. Do you seriously think he is going to respond to you? Yes, I do. Yes. Someone say, yes, I do. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Do you seriously think something's going to happen when you come up here and someone slaps a bit of oil on you and you get anointed? Yes, I do. I do. I'm going to make a demand on the supply of the Spirit that's being offered to me today. Yes. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. At one stage we see in the the scriptures where the woman with the issue of blood pressed through the crowd. She pressed through the crowd. She kept on pressing through and she kept on saying, if I can just touch him, I'm going to be made whole. You know, Thomas, it's time to press through. Amen. And some of you would say the Lord showed me and said some people, some young people in the, in the meeting today would, um, would feel like they're too young, you know, like it's not my time. I'm living a certain stage of my life and period of my life right now and it's not my time. Well, you know, that's exactly what Jesus said when his mama said to him, they've run out of wine. They've run out of wine. And he said, it's not my time. But what did she do? She turned to them and said, what he says, do. She put pressure on that anointing. She put pressure on that anointing. Amen? And Jesus, the water was turned into wine. You know, this water, the water is likened to the word of God. where the washing of the word of the word, which talks about in Ephesians. But you know, there's people, there's vessels in your life that are full of the word of God. Hallelujah. And they might say, it's not my time. Young people, you might say, it's not my time. But God's saying, it's your time. There's water that's been placed in you from generation to generation to generation. There is water that has been placed in you. And God is making a demand on on it right now and activating it so that the wine can come forth. It is your time. It is your time. He's saying it is your time. Now is your time. Oh, glory to God. Someone get excited about that. I said now is the time for the miracles. And he's calling the youth. And he's calling every generation. He says there's water in that their vessel. There's water in that their vessel. Paul said to Timothy, I haven't given you a spirit of fear. I've given you a spirit of love and of power and of sound mind. Make a demand on the anointing. Oh, hallelujah she made a demand on the anointing that was in her son in the son of god and wine was distributed what did they do they got the buckets and as they filled the buckets the bucket relating to uh, in this in this context the faith faith is like a bucket it scoops up that water and it pours out wine the wine is the miracle hallelujah you with me you with me Hallelujah. There's that wine. It's there. But we've got to draw it out. We have to draw it out. Jesus could do very little in his own hometown. Because they weren't making a demand on the anointing that was in him. They were looking at him according to his flesh. Amen. Not, a, not according to the fact that he would say, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because God has anointed me to preach this word to you. He sent me to heal you, deliver you. Amen. Oh, for, for sight to come to the blind when I, I pray for you. Amen. To send forth people delivered. Why? Because of the anointing. Acts 10.38, he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. Why? Because God was with him. Someone say, God is with me. Hallelujah. Come on. God is with us. Emmanuel, God with us. God is with us. Yes, he's coming, but he's with us now. What are we going to do when he comes? Jesus said, will I find faith when I come? That's what he'll be looking for. Oh, bless the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know what happens when you receive supply, someone else's supply? You've got your own supply. You put pressure on someone else's supply. You get to carry their supply. I said you get to carry their supply as well as your own. Amen. Just like we got Beck to pray then, she received a supply of the Spirit. She received a healing. Freely she'd been given. Freely she gave. Why did I get her to pray for you? Because what she had, she had the authority to give away to someone else. You want a breakthrough, go to somebody else that has received that breakthrough, allow them to pray for you and receive their supply of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Hey, can I have the band up, please? The worship team, I should say, not band. Glory to God. They're not a band. They're a worship team. Why don't you celebrate them as they come up? (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. People making demand on the anointing are right through the Word of God. We see friends that tore a roof off. To lower their friend. Do you think they were expecting something to happen? Yeah? Yeah? They tore a roof off, lowered their friend down because the place was too crowded. You know, when God begins to move, you're going to might have to tear the roof down. You might have to make some room. Amen? We might have to extend. Liberty, God has so much more for us. Amen? Glory to God. Well, I believe there's a supply of the Spirit here this morning. I'm going to pray for some people. Yep.